What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give and Ovation. I am joined today by Xavier Jackson, now former D1 basketball player, now entrepreneur. He ended up becoming the go-to guy for all things business related for a few of his friends who were playing pro ball. And then things just took off from there. Xavier is the president of Coinleet, an app that connects athletes to brands, and the CEO of Bizleet, a community of athletes and brands working together to create a new dynamic working space. Xavier, thank you for joining us today, man. Uh, thank you for having me. So first of all, tell us a little more. I know we're, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, more so around Coinleet today. So why don't you tell us a little around what, what is Coinleet? Why did you start it? And, and how's it helping people? Okay, yeah. So you know um, how the NCAA just approved uh, the rule now for collegiate athletes to now be able to monetize off their name, image, and likeness. And um, you know, because of the space is so new, a lot of the play, a lot of the people from rather the athletes or the brands are not uh, actually known, or it hasn't been a system set in place for a lot of these deals and things to like kind of merge and come together in an efficient way. Um, you know, athletes never really been in this position to actually, you know, brand themselves and market themselves to these companies and, f- and find the value. And companies are still trying to find valuable ways for them to execute that. So within that being said, we created the solution uh, for us being able to make sure that these relationships are, are for one, being taking place and happening and then being executed at the high level. So that's the basis of why we created our platform to essentially help athletes and help brands navigate that space in a way more efficient manner. So CoinLead is more for college athletes than pro athletes. So um, the only di- uh, difference uh, between the two platforms is active athlete compared to uh, inactive athlete. So one platform caters to since from, from when they start playing at the high school level all the way to why they, you know, be- becoming a professional athlete. Um, we just did a deal with Jordan Clarkston and a company out here um, called Gabo Wireless. So, you know, from, from that level or, you know, in college, obviously they able to like, you know, navigate NIL space. So Quinley was basically designed for any active athlete to teach them the tools that they need, give them the resources and relationships that they need. And Bizley is for, you know, the rest of the athletes that don't make it to the pros or when you get done playing and you're in that space, essentially like I was in, where you didn't know where you want to go, where you want to do in life. So I basically wanted to be the solution for athletes throughout the whole life span and cycle and be an integral part into helping them, you know, expand on, on you know, things outside of the court. And I think that's so important because, you know, my, my father right now, he's the president of the NFL Alumni Association. He played pro football for 14 years. And you see this all the time where somebody is, is prepped their whole life to go and be a pro athlete. But the, the fact of the matter is that no matter how good you are, you got to get lucky as well as be good, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a few, few, few people who are going to get in because they're so good. But it's also around timing, around who you know, around getting the right agent, getting the right team at the right place. And so there's there's a lot of luck that's involved too outside of like the 1% of the 1% of the 1%ers, right? Yeah. Um, 
And so you can't focus your whole life on being, oh, I'm going to be a defensive guard, defensive guard, defensive guard from the time you're in eighth grade. You go all the way, you you make it to a D1 school, and then you get drafted. And then guess what happens? You get cut during summer camp. Yeah. Because, because their starting D guard ended up getting off of the injured list, right? So, I mean, like, th- there's so much of that that plays into it. And so you have to have that mentality of what else. And my dad was really smart. He got his accounting degree and then he got his law degree, but not everyone has that opportunity. To do and so I, I love that idea of being able to focus on uh, and being able to learn w- what else is there. Exactly. So wh- one thing, you know, a lot of uh, the people that are listening right now, they're restaurant owners and they may be thinking, look, Xavier, this sounds cool and everything, but like, I can't afford a celebrity endorsement. I can't afford a, a sports endorsement. It's like, I'm, I'm too small for that. What, what do you say to those people? Um, you know, so that's the beautiful thing about using a platform for, um, you know, and, and having a range of athletes that's catered to college all the way to professional because, um, all right, so let's give you examples. At a professional level, the way um, restaurants can kind of interact with these individuals based off of a couple of different things. One, a lot of these professional athletes love to, um, you know, invest into different things, emerging businesses. They are like the go-to people, whatever community they may be in. So, you know, being able to come and partnering up and potentially uh, aligning themselves with an athlete that is actually in love with the brand and want to be a part of it. They have investment opportunities for an athlete to help them expand into different markets. If they are in a position when they company where they can, um, you know, essentially use them as an glorified ambassador and start to do some cool campaigns around, um, you know, them as far as in social or billboards or commercial things of that nature. They're all game for that. Um, you know, the collegiate athletes, obviously, with them being more, uh, you know, in a position of need, they're able to take on more. But they also have that same impact because they are essentially offering that whole campus. And um, depending on what type of restaurant you you have, whether it may be a fast food chain, those mostly opportunities I'm talking about in this in this situation. But from opportunities to where it's like fine dining, um, I actually got into this space because um, you know, I'm out here in Utah, so I started working out with a lot of the jazz players. But what I was doing for them, the first thing I was able to do for them is um, obviously Utah has a the nightlife scene here is kind of like underdeveloped compared to most other cities. And my first, <laughs> when I first that, that, I say, that is the nicest way I've heard that put. It's it's underdeveloped compared to. Yes. OK, I'm with you. So um, from that, you know, back when I'm from in Atlanta, uh, we have, you know, these cool concepts where you're able to come and go to a place where you can eat and hear music and, you know, kind of have other things around. Obviously, Utah kind of lacked that. So I partner up with um, uh, one of my closest friends here. His name is Giuseppe. He owns a restaurant, uh, Cecilia Amelia. And um, from that, I will host these private events and parties, you know, at the end of they get done playing their game. So say the Rockets or the Thunder get done playing the game. I'll basically go to the restaurant. And from that, basically within that, you know, hour, two, three hours while they was open, that restaurant I'll make, you know, upwards of 10,000 plus of, you know, these high network individuals being in one space. And then I'll invite people to come there. So from that, that's how I built my relationships and then the places that they actually like the athletes. Anytime they came back to that um, town, they made it repetitive uh, uh, to come back and speak with that restaurant owner or even the local players here. 
they started going there and then that's kind of like how you know that whole thing started to flourish so i noticed the you know being able to brain people most of the times when it comes to that space people just don't know that they're there and athletes of course they don't really like to go outside they have like personal chefs and they have people but they still like when they family come into town like the referred places or when they other teams come in town or dates or things of that nature they still want to go out and they would like to have that intimate you know space so from fine dining restaurants that's kind of like how relationships to be built and then from that I was able to align some of these owners with them. And then when they had concepts of wanting to create and start, that's kind of how that started. So all ways that, you know, value can essentially be added. Um, obviously, like I said, depending on wherever the athlete, they have, they have camps. So some of these, uh, some of these restaurants are able to sponsor their camps and from that use a platform to get more notoriety. So I just align them and help, you know, each company figure out what they're looking for, depending on where they at. And then I'm able to come in and show them how they can essentially maximize off of the value between the relationship between them and the athlete. I love that. Cause I, I mean, I remember when uh, my father was playing the Super Bowl in Tampa and they won and the, guess what they did. They uh, the offensive line coach called up Burns steakhouse and said, Hey, if we win the Super Bowl, can we come in and have an after Super Bowl party? See? And they stayed open with one waiter and one, one chef. And uh, they dropped, they dropped like, you know, 20 grand exactly. that night. And that's the type of thing where, you know, uh, working with, it's not just a matter of, I, I like how you're putting this out there where it's not just a matter of what can we do to get that athlete to sponsor us, but it's just the fact of bringing in high net worth individuals and they're going to drop a dime. Drop and die. <laughs> and I think I, I think that's uh, I, I love that concept. Now, what advice would you have? Let's say that I am, you know, I own a, a, a pizza shop that's in a college town and I want to sponsor, you know, I want to get one of these. Uh, I want to get a sponsorship with one of the college players. Mm -hmm. What do you recommend I do to make that successful? Like, let's say I got it lined up. Xavier, you you play for, you know, for BYU. I got this uh, pizza joint in Provo, Utah. What do I do to make it as successful as possible? Like what, what does Xavier actually do? And what do I have to do? I know okay. that you're, you're going to connect us, right? Okay. But then what, what do we actually do? Okay. So um, first I will come in and try to figure out essentially what they want to accomplish with this partnership that they're um, you know doing when it comes to the athlete. So all depends on what phase or, uh, you know, the company is at. But let's just say, um, let's give an example. That this company objective was for them to gain more exposure. And they essentially want to drive in more traffic uh, to their place because they, they they probably knew or not getting the amount of business essentially that they want. A um, couple of things that will that, that would be uh, good for them to do when it comes to these deals is uh, the, the athletes have, you know, this fan base, I want to interact with them and engage. So one of the things that we did for a local company out here um, is we did a sign and dine where we was able to bring in the athlete. He brought in a couple of his teammates. They have posted that that any fans uh, could come and get their jersey signed, uh, get some memorabilia, some merchandise. And for a certain time period, they generated a lot of traffic from the you know community to come and actually meet them. And, and at that moment, they was able to expose people to that place. And from the exposure, essentially had a lot of repeated, uh, you know, people coming back to that place after them being exposed to how good the actual product or whatever the food is, maybe from that restaurant. Let's just say that they, you know, want to do more of a consistent situation. 
where they're actually using the platforms of these athletes. And they may have one of the days where they have the lowest amounts of business, maybe on a Wednesday. Well, that day right there, they can you know provide a code for the athlete. Then that code that they have, the athlete can use that to sponsor and push out amongst the community and then letting everybody know, all right, this day right here is considered this day for us on this athlete. And anybody want to come here and get this special, potentially they can come here and you know do things of that nature. So, um, I mean, like the way it's go on, and like I say, it gets even better once I really understand the concept of what the you know business is really trying to accomplish with the athlete. But the athlete can use whether it may be in-person engagement or whether they social platforms or whether a partnership that they have with the establishment for them to essentially use and draw in attention or whatever the desired outcome of what that company essentially want from the athlete. I think that makes a lot of sense, Xavier. And I think that there's a lot that goes into um, a, a successful sponsorship. And I think that's where someone like you play such a strong part because the athletes don't really know, you, you know, especially if they're not the, the big time athletes. I mean, that's huge money, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the local athletes, the kind of the, the junior, not maybe as famous athletes, but still have a really big local poll. They may not know how to do it, someone who can't afford to have, you know, uh, like who, who's sponsoring right now, like subway, right. All these huge athletes that they're sponsoring, they know how to do it, but maybe a local sub place doesn't. And so I think that's the beauty of having something like what you're doing is it's that perfect intermediary between these athletes who have a reach, they have a brand and these businesses who are looking to attract new customers and, you're you're that intermediary who understands both sides of that coin, uh, coin lead, um, and so I think that's what's. I think that's a that's a great uh, that's a great process there, and I think it's something where the fact is that especially if you are in a college town, especially if you have, you know, maybe it's it's athletes who aren't starters necessarily. They're not the the big names, but they still have a reach. And your local, your local business, yeah, man, make it happen. And so I'm assuming, Xavier, that what you're doing right now is pretty localized, right? Like you have to go, you know, region, like city by city to grow this, right? Well, not necessarily. Like, um, like I say, it all depends on what company I'm talking to and what, uh, essentially, what you know, player or what, like whether it may be a professional or if I'm at the college or I'm at the high school level, where, where I'm operating at. Because if you're a company that's in the restaurant industry, let's say you're a food chain and you're trying to make a national push, you're about to go public, you want to, you know, go out there, you want everybody to be familiar with your brand. That's more so national. Like we go with the higher yeah. athletes, the ones that's most recognizable for, you know, essentially that push that they're trying to gain. Let's just say that you are with that local uh, you know, restaurant that, you know, basically want to track your community, then the best route for you to go is a collegiate route because that's more so a community environment. So it really all depends on who we service in, but because we have athletes and all our athletes are not just, you know, based in Utah, they're the top athletes in the world, whether it may be professional or whether it may be, um, you know, a collegiate, we essentially go and we act as an advisor in our platform caters to when these athletes come in, wherever they at, Basically, we align them with the proper situation that best benefit who they are and what they're doing. So obviously, you know, dealing with 
you know, higher tier athletes. We do a lot of more national things and working with more companies that surround that realm and dealing with collegiate athletes. We always tell them that primarily focus on your community, obviously, because these businesses are the ones that's going to really need you. And then the better they become and the more they um, you know do these deals and show the success, obviously it graduates up. So it's definitely, um, you know, spread out all across. Um, and like I said, depending on where the athlete at, we send a team out there and we strategize on what the situation is and then find an opportunity for them to grow. Love that, man. Xavier, I love what you're doing. I think it's super cool. There's some uh, definitely a need out there, especially with these changes with college athletes where they're finally going to be able to get paid. And I don't know why it took so long for this to happen, but I'm glad that it's here. And so I think the only question I have for you, man, is how do people find you, follow you? Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, Instagram, uh, XO Abundance, as uh, you can find me there, um, our company called Coinly. And then um, if, if you're a LinkedIn person, Xavier Jackson, um, that, that's where you can find me at. So between those platforms, if y'all or anybody is interested in essentially, you know, trying to find creative ways for them to expand their business to athletes, yeah, they can find me there. Love that. Well, Xavier, for showing us that there's more than one path to being a champion, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you so much for joining us on Given Ovation. Thank you. Glad you're with us today, and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to ovationup.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.